live. Welcome, CTN. Welcome, Facebook. Welcome, Rumble. Welcome, YouTube. Welcome, BlackRobeTV.com. Like and share, like and share, like and share. Facebook probably won't let you, but try anyway. Rumble, like and share. BlackRobe, like and share. Get this out to as many people as you possibly can. 55 minutes of fury. Let's rock that first one, Will. Toby Young tweet. Polls of the U.S. public continue to show that up to twice as many households have lost a household member to a COVID vaccine injury as have lost one to COVID. Everybody hear that? Polls are starting to show it. Now, we've prayed it. We pray that all of these lies, that all of this deceit, all of this deception would be brought to the light for everyone practicing evil, hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest their deeds be exposed. That's Jesus talking in in John chapter 3, verse 20. We as the church are to operate as his body. We are, listen, the Spirit of God is the sword of the Spirit. The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. We are to operate in that word we are to be warring against the antichrist spirit you can't be the restraining and cooperate at the same time you can't be the restraining and comply at the same time look at what is starting to come out listen to what that says the poll polls of the u.s public continue to show that twice as many americans have lost a household member to the vaccine Then COVID itself, it's impossible, Tom, because over a million people have died of COVID. That's a lie. That's a bold-faced lie that has to do with changing the death certificates back in March of 2020, how they did death, death certificates, where they changed line one and line two. That has to do with doctors presuming that people are dying of COVID. That has to do with people not dying of COVID at all. That has to do with people dying with COVID, not of COVID. That has to do with people dying allegedly with COVID when a PCR test is 97% inaccurate. Here we go. This is the Daily Skeptic. Here's the article. Polls of the U.S. public continue. And listen, you need to be you need to be courageous. If you are wrong about the vaccines, if you need to go pull yourself in front of a mirror and look yourself in the eye and say I was wrong. Most importantly, go to God and say, you know what? I was flat out wrong. If you're a pastor or a Christian leader and you pimped and hoard vaccines inside your church, turn your church into uh, you know a lockdown center, a vaccine center. You lock down your church because of COVID. You need to go to your congregation from the pulpit tomorrow and say that I was wrong because you're going to be shown to be wrong anyway. It is starting to come out. Polls of the U.S., this is the Daily Skeptic, public uh, continue to show that up to twice as many Americans have lost household members to a COVID vaccine injury as have lost one to COVID. Here's the thing. You can believe the CDC. And this what's always so amazing to me about Christians. It's what's always so amazing to me about conservatives is that the very people who they are ideologically in opposition with, that they ideologically oppose, that they theologically oppose, that they philosophically oppose, that I, i.e. the CDC. The CDC is controlled by those people that oppose you. Your, your ideological opposition, your theological opposition, your philosophical opposition, they're the ones who actually occupy the offices of the CDC. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, even though she's not a real doctor, she's a PhD, who's never seen a patient that's in charge of the, of the Center for Disease Control. She is a baby-butchering, Democrat-voting Democrat. That's who she is. And if you, all you have to do to fool Christians and to fool conservatives is say the CDC says or the NIH says 
or the FDA says they're all controlled by leftist globalists, namely the Democratic Party. And all the Christians take their advice. They can't stand the Democrats' platform on life. They can't stand the Democrats' platform on transgenderism. They can't stand the Democrats' platform on homosexual activism. They can't stand the Democrats' platform on Antifa or Black Lives Matter or gun-grabbing or defund the police. But yet, the, the, but then all the, all the conservatives... And all, and all the Christians take their vaccine. They oppose them in every other way. And the most important thing, that which you allow into your body, you do what your political opposition tells you to do. That's truly amazing to me. And now it's coming out, you're like, how can this be the truth? Because, you see, this isn't going through the filter of the CDC. This is not going through the filter of the FDA. This is not going through the filter of the Biden administration or the NIH or the World Health Organization. This is going directly into Americans' households and they are asking them point blank. Who, who have you seen die coming out of your household? Who have you seen die more often? Somebody from COVID that you know or somebody from the vaccine that you know? And here's the results. The poll results of five surveys, five surveys of the American public now totaling over 2,500 people show that while 4.4% of respondents reported that someone in their household had died from COVID-19, 8.9, more than double, said someone had died as a result of, co of, of the COVID vaccination. The results also showed that 8.6% said they had been injured by their vaccination. 8.6%, 4.9% that they had sought medical help from their vaccination. 5% and 3.2% that they had been hospitalized from their vaccination, while 3.6% said that, they, that as a result of the vaccination, they were no longer able to work a full day or at all. These are these uh, are percentages of all respondents. If we only look at the 74% vaccinated with at least one dose, then the figures as a proportion of vaccinated persons are 11.7% injured, 6.7% needing medical help, 4.4% hospitalized, 4.8% unable to work. While these figures are self-reported and there is no control group since the unvaccinated were not asked about adverse events, they are still alarmingly high. The results also showed that among those reported a, a COVID death in their household, more than twice as many reported that it occurred after. Get this now. Listen, listen to the specifics here. The results also showed that that among those who reported a COVID death in their household, more than twice as many reported that it occurred after the person, the person who died of COVID-19 was vaccinated. Did everybody hear that? So the people who are reporting that they know somebody who died of COVID-19, more than twice as many say that they died after the vaccine than died before the vaccine. The proportion who said they had contracted COVID before the vaccine, 13.1%, were very similar to the portion who said they had contracted it afterwards, 11.7%. These figures are not indicative of a highly effective vaccine against either infection or death. Of course not. So people are more likely, almost twice as likely, to catch to die of COVID. Was it die? I'm going to remember what I was talking about here because it gets confusing. The proportion who said, here it is, COVID death, COVID death. The people that they know died of COVID. It was twice as likely that they died after the vaccine than prior to the vaccine. Why is that, I wonder? Well, it's because basically everybody who's getting vaccinated right now, depending on how often you were vaccinated, 
Were you vaccinated once? Were you vaccinated twice? Were you vaccinated three times? Were you vaccinated four times or the fifth time? As we know, Joe Biden will be vaccinated for the fifth time sometime in October because he gets vaccinated quarterly. And by the way, today is the first day in eight days, eight straight, well, seven straight days. And on the eighth day, Joe Biden finally tested negative for COVID today. And he's four times vaccinated. And he's caught COVID how many times and stayed positive for COVID? He's about to set records for setting for staying sick with COVID. So here's, a, here's another interesting thing. Dave Burt Whistle video, insurance CEO Todd Callender says the real pandemic is now, a, as a large insurance group, we underwrite morbidity risk. Listen to the numbers. Play it for me, Will. When you see a 1,100% increase in all-cause morbidity and mortality, that means something systemic has caused this problem. So you would see a natural, uh, actually an abnormal increase in all-cause cancer, um, heart issues, inflammation issues, blood clotting. And, and I can actually send you what that looks like on a per-malady basis. But when you see all of them arising to, to hundreds of percentiles in a class of people who are physically fit from 18 to 45, these are all military people, There is only one cause for that, and that is the destruction of their immune system. So that is the vaccine-induced autoimmune deficiency syndrome. We know this now. In fact, it's it's in science all around, and the Israelis, uh, they're ahead of everybody else. They they already published papers on this. Everybody knows that. So the the short answer to this whole thing is that everybody that got the shots was given some form or level of AIDS autoimmune deficiency syndrome. The ones that got the one shot, it seems that they have about 30% of their natural immunity um, destroyed. By the time they get three shots, all their natural immunity is completely gone. And we're seeing that with our doctors, experts that are testifying in their practices, including on-base and off-base doctors that have come to see us. The real epidemic is now. The, I happen to be in the morbidity business. I'm the CEO of a large insurance group, and we underwrite morbidity risk, principally disability, accidents, sickness, and health. Based on what it is we are seeing, the, the rates right now, excess mortality at 84%, excess every kind of disease at 1,100%, we are expecting a 5,000 or so percent increase in excess mortality for this year. Currently, right now, excess mortality, according to Todd Calendar, insurance CDO. Now, CEO, this has been coming out. This has been coming out in Germany, where you had one of the largest insurance companies fire their CEO because he was putting out this information. These people are going to tell the truth because they have to make all the payments for all these people that are dropping dead from the vaccine. He is seeing an 84% increase in excess mortality. He is seeing an 84% increase in comparison to the business that they had prior to 2021, an 84% increase. You are looking from the DOD, Thomas Rents lawsuit, as you hear me say just about every podcast. In the military, a 300 to 1,600% increase in all sicknesses, illnesses, and diseases when you compare 2021 with 2020, 19, 18, 17, and 16. And what he says here is it's already coming out. They're having to admit it because we prayed that they'd have to admit it. All the paperwork is starting to come out. All the, all the studies are starting to come out about antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. He calls it AIDS because really they're not remotely the same. They're really not, but they have the same affect 
autoimmune deficiency illness, but also antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. It's basically the same. And as this was, I showed a video early on when they started forcing all these vaccines on people. They had a doctor that stood up basically at a school board meeting and said, this is exactly what's going to happen. One shot, you lose 30% of your immune system one shot number two you lose another 30 or 40 percent and by the time you get to three shots i.e your first booster your your basically your immune system is gone you have antibody dependent enhancement syndrome which means by the way and again you need to remember this is a gene manipulator this is not a vaccine they're not injecting people with a dead version of the alpha variant of covid they're not injecting people with a dead version of the Omicron variant. They're not injecting anybody with any version of it. They're in- injecting people with S spike proteins. And they are, listen, this is all a gene therapeutic. It changes the structures of genes. That's why they're having all these babies born in Australia right now without immune systems because they are getting the genetic material from their parents because when you make a baby, you are passing on your genetic material. So parents that have ADE are giving birth to babies who have ADE. They have no, they have absolutely no way of fighting off illnesses. This works perfectly. This is the circular firing squad. If you're someone who wants to perpetuate COVID, you create COVID in a lab and then you give everybody a vaccine that disables them from ever being able to fight COVID all for your political aspirations, for your political agenda of control. This is all about getting people to the vaccine passport. And the va- it's really way larger than that because the vaccine passport is only a small thing. It's only at one venue. It's only one tributary to the river. It's about trying to leverage everybody into a one world commerce system using a singular access point. One way to get fuel, one way to get fuel, uh, one way to get food, one way to get medicine. One way to travel, one way to be entertained. Just get your green card because it, all, you have to have, all you have to have is your singular access to the one world commerce system, right? And then all of those things are being controlled by the globalist left. Oh, how could that be? Really, you're not noticing how the farms are being confiscated? Where they're trying to cordon off and control the food supply. Very strange how you had two, you how you have two World Economic Forum actors that are fighting each other in the Ukraine. One, one of the leading suppliers, one of the leading producers of wheat. The other one, a, a lead, both of them leading producers of wheat. Both and, and Russia, one of the leading producers of fertilizer on the planet. It's very convenient that they're fighting with one another and lowering the the Earth's food supply so that you have to come to governments. For their solution that's the reason why they want you to have electric cars if they have you on electric cars and they control the grid then they control how much you drive that's the point of all of this from day one vaccine passports is just one tributary into the singular access point into the one world commerce system that's what it's all about oh, that's right-wing conspiracy theory that's alex jones well alex jones is right most of the time but it's not right-wing conspiracy theory it's revelation chapter 13 and 14 And a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, everyone, everyone, all who, all who worship the beast and his image and receive his mark on their right hand or on their forehead, they shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is being poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. They shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb and the smoke of their torment 
ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast and his image, and whoever receives the mark of his name. This is the point of it all, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 13, 16 and 17. Revelation 14, 9 through 11. Those are the verses that I just read to you. This is what it's all about. It's not conspiracy theory. How can conspiracy theory, how can, how can Bible verses be a conspiracy theory to the evangelical movement? See it for what it is. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate, understand. No, he who has, he, here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man and his number is 666. You're supposed to understand these things. And you're supposed to be the restraining. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 through 8. Please stand in the word of God and be the restraint. Let's go to the next one, Will. Dr. James Olson. Here's the list of deaths. This, it's not the only list. It's just I want to put these out so people know what's really happening. If this was being covered the way that it should be by the mainstream media, the vaccine would have already been shut down. They had two deaths when they put out the swine flu vaccination, two deaths. We've got over 30,000 that are documented inside the United States. There's obviously way more than that going on because that's just one tributary. I know I'm using this acronym, I'm using this symbolism a lot tonight, but really there are 11 rivers, 11 tributaries that go in into the VARES report, 11 veins that go into that main bloodstream, they're only reporting on one of them. That's also a Thomas Rents lawsuit. This is what's really happening. Just, with, just within the past two weeks, Derek Gray, 20, college basketball player, dead of a heart attack, Wisconsin. Philip Laster, Jr., 17, dead during high school football practice, Mississippi. Cesar, Cesar Vasquez, 18, high school football player, found dead in his room by his mom in Arizona. And of course, nobody's putting out the vaccine information, but I assume that we can guess. Now, what they're going to do is, of course, they're going to obfuscate. They're going to camouflage. They're going to deflect. They're going to blame things on things that are not at fault. Here's an example of this. This is a mail online. This is from the Daily Mail. Is social, and they lean, of course, they don't lean. They are a leftist propagandist rag. Is social media putting Gen Z, those are the people that I just read, all those 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds. Is social media putting Gen Z on course for heart attacks and strokes. So here's what they've, leave this up now. This is what they've blamed over the last couple months. They've blamed uh, blood clots on the heat. They've blamed heart attacks suddenly on hot showers. And now they're gonna blame all of these young people dropping dead on social media. This is all, this is all a deflection to take the attention away from what these kids really are dying of. Because don't you think that if it was social media killing off all these kids, we'd have all these kids dropping dead in 2020, in 2019, 2018, 17, 16, 15, 14. We didn't have any of this going on. But now suddenly social media is going to cause a bunch of kids to drop dead of heart attacks. Experts warn loneliness and social isolation raises risk by 30%. That's what, now listen, all the experts, right? That, that terminology has lost as much value as racist. You, they, everybody's a racist. Now, everybody's a homophobe. You tell the truth, you're a racist or a homophobe. Expert on what? The experts that said masking stops the virus, locking, locking down stops the virus, that the vaccine is going to stop transmission or infection, that the vaccine stops hospitalization and death. These are the 
experts, the experts that advocated for masks to stop a homosexual sex virus, monkeypox that told you all to put masks on, these are the experts, the experts, the, the 50 intelligence office, former intel officers and intel chiefs that said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. Those, these experts, you, every, you need to understand something. This may not be popular to say, but there is us and there is them. And what side are you going to be on? I'm not talking about violence. I'm not talking about attacking anybody physically. I'm talking about attacking them ideologically and theologically. Whose side are you on? Because there's right and there's wrong. And it's all the same spirit. Again, I'll give you the list. The gun grabbers, the mask tyrants, the COVID Nazis, the vaccine mandators, Antifa, BLM, pro-abortionists, transgender activists, homosexual activists, the ins- those who peddle that it was an insurrection on 1-6 and the Ukrainian war. They're all part of the same spirit. You, you, no, Tom, you know what? I, I believe all the COVID stuff is about saving my life and about, about pr- preserving my health. Really? Because the very same people that are telling you that are the pro-abortionists, pro-transgender, want to defund the police and take your guns. Same exact people are taking back tweet, back, switching to vaccinations, breaking Biden tests COVID positive for seventh straight day. Today was the eighth day. And he finally tested negative today. Do not switch right to this video, Will, from Justin Hart. Here it is. No, not yet. Here it is. Now, remember, remember the information that was put out. Now, he just tested. He tested positive for COVID seven straight days after he tested negative. After he, so he's caught COVID twice in the last two weeks and stayed COVID positive for seven days. Remember what he said just a few short months ago. Play it for me now. There, you're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have it these vaccinations. Hey folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID. And when people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. Dr. Fauci says he has COVID again. And I could play the video goes on and on with various health experts saying that if you get vaccinated, you can't catch COVID and you can't transmit COVID. These are the experts that are never right about anything because here's the thing. They're not trying to be experts. They're not trying to grow their expertise or even espouse their expertise because they don't have any expertise. They are simply globalist, leftist propagandists. That's all that they are. Why would any Christian listen to them? If Anthony Fauci is all in favor of pulling a baby out of its mother's womb, peace by bloody peace, why would you take health advice from him, Biden and Kamala Harris, who mandate that you get a vaccine? Why would you ever take their advice? If they're that nonsensical that they believe in homosexual marriage and men dressing as women and calling men women and women men, they're that nonsensical and illogical. Why would you ever take their their vaccine or put a mask on your face, the 2022 version of the swastika? It's a pledge of allegiance. It's an oath of allegiance to the leftist world order or what what one of Biden's lead uh, people in his administration called the leftist new world order, the liberal world order. Kevin Jenkins tweet, 74.2 million people in the United States have not had a single dose. God bless us all. God bless us all. Dose of the COVID-19 vaccination and another 157 million have refused a second or third dose. You will probably live if you don't get boosted. If you get boosted, I don't know how long you're going to live. Honestly, 
from the, from the information that's coming out, I don't know. Make sure that you turn, listen, make sure that you let your yes be yes and your no be no. Look, these people, these experts in the eye, or maybe it's a pastor. Maybe it's another church member that's telling you that, you know what, it's very loving and compassionate for you to get a vaccination and to wear a mask. How is it loving and compassionate to take a vaccination and wear a mask that don't stop transmission or infection in the name of stopping transmission and infection? It actually sounds like a bull-faced lie to me. Lots of left switching subjects to Alex Jones. There's a lot of leftists right now that are rejoicing in the quote-unquote demise of Alex Jones because he received a $45 million judgment against him and a $4 million judgment against him. This is, this is a Kathy Roussan video. And I just want to go over this trial very briefly. Listen to the judge. Play it for me, Will. Question number one, $4,200,000. Million, Question number two, $20,500,000. Question number three, $20,500,000. All right. Um, this question is addressed to my jury. Is this your verdict? So say each and all of you. Yes. Thank you very much. Look how happy they are. They're very happy that they're destroying this man's life. And listen, I'm not in favor of what Alex Jones said about Sandy Hook. That may bother you, and I'll probably get messages. Listen, a police officer right here, 25 straight years, 1992 to 2017. It is impossible for that to have been a hoax. Just so everybody knows, it's impossible. I'm not saying it wasn't juiced up in the media and there weren't lies around it. I'm telling you that there's too many people involved, coroners, rank and file police officers, lots and lots of parents, lots and lots of bodies, lots and lots of morticians. It's impossible, folks. If you believe all that, and Alex Jones has come out and said that he was wrong, he may have been doing that because he was afraid of having to pay out. But just understand something, you cannot... You cannot commit or defame people because you say mean things. Defamation, which is what he's paying out all this money for to a singular family, $45.2 million in damages, actually 49 total because the judge gave him $4 million and then the jury gave him $45 million, so $49 total million to these families. It is not defamation to say mean things. It has to hurt your ability to make an income. It has to destroy your reputation. He didn't do either of those things. So this is a politically motivated trial. And here's just a couple observations. First of all, I'll show you this in a minute. I'll cover the judge in a second. If anybody actually, I don't know where Alex Jones got his attorney. I mean, this guy could not be any dumber. This, his attorney actually texted the plaintiff's attorney, the opposition, all of Alex Jones' private information, including his medical records. And his private text, attorney, client, private text, privileged text, privileged information. His attorney actually sent all of that to the plaintiff's attorney, to the people that were suing him. And then what happened was, is you, when you accidentally, because these things happen today in the digital world that we live in, when you actually do these things, you have 10 days to resolve it. The attorney didn't do a daggum thing. And six months later, the, obviously the opposition uses the material against their against this client and then they actually his attorney tried for a mistrial but he got destroyed 
by the plaintiff's attorney because the plaintiff's attorney said, here's the step one that you need to do, step two you need to do, step three you need to do, and the guy never did one step at all in a six-month period. Who in the world recommended this galactic idiot as Alex Jones' attorney? So let me just make sure everybody understands where I stand on Alex Jones. Love him. Thought he missed the boat on Sandy Hook. He missed the boat, but he did not defame anybody. He cannot defame these kids who are, who are dead. He can't defame them. He can't defame parents unless he's ruining their reputation and uh, disabling them from being able to make a living. He didn't do any of those things, but they're all rejoicing. Here's the judge in his trial. Now you judge for yourself, speaking of judges, now you be the judge. You decide whether or not that he could get a fair trial from this woman. Keep him slow now, Will. Here we go. These are, this is her. This is the judge in his trial right here. You saw the first one with the rainbow around him. And now you see she's obviously a globalist leftist because she's saying, hashtag, stay home. It could save lives. A 99.9% survival virus that she's pretending is a 99.9% deadly virus. Go to the next one. So here she is. Don't stop at the top. Vote for, vote for every Democrat. So he's going to receive a fair trial from this woman. And if you watched any of it, which I did, she spoke to him in a rude, condescending, and obviously biased towards the plaintiff manner. Here he is. I got my COVID-19 vaccine. This is the judge. We can do this. Do you think he's going to get a fair trial from this woman? He did not. And I believe he possibly could win an appeal. But his attorney blew this entire thing up. So he had a horrible attorney actually presenting his case in front of an extremely leftist, biased, globalist, vaccine pimping whore judge. That's in it. And what's Alex Jones talking? What's Alex Jones talking against all, speaking against all the time? Her entire agenda. All right, let's move off of Alex Jones. This is an interesting thing. This is a back and forth. I'm not going to be able to read that. I thought I could, but I can't. This is, this is this woman that you're seeing here. She likes to call herself Eli but she's a girl. Her name's Eli Ehrlich. And what she's doing, she's holding up a pill. I thought I'd be able to read the bottom thing, but I can't. So I'm just going to tell you what it says. Basically, what she, oh, you're, Aaron, you're awesome. I can read it now. So I'm just going to read it to you, even though you guys can't see it. It actually says in that picture, there are over 20 states trying to criminalize hormone therapy, particularly for trans youth. So my friends and I had an idea, sending out our extra prescriptions around the country. So this girl, is now, uh, I'll just continue so that I don't have to keep going back and forth. Oh, that's awesome, Aaron. Thank you. If you need hormones, I'm working with a distribution network to get you access. Everything is free. No questions asked. So what this girl is actually doing is committing federal crimes and multiple felonies. Again, police officer, 1992, 2017, 25 years in a day. You're not allowed to hand out your prescription medication to anybody. That's a felony for every single pill that she sends out. You have to have a prescription for these hormone therapeutics. She's just mailing them out all over the place. And luckily, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Walsh, she's going back and forth. He put up Matt Walsh's tweet. Matt, while Eli Ehrlich is sending drugs to children across the country without prescriptions, parental consent, or any legal authority whatsoever, this is a crime on several, many different levels. You have contributing to the delinquency of a minor over and over and over again, giving people pills without a prescription. She's, she's actually, she herself is actually the one who's peddling the drugs. So she's dis- distributing drugs, which is another felony per pill. 
and nobody's doing anything about it. Now, Matt, Matt, Matt Walsh has actually, has actually reported this to the DEA, and they must take action, and we all need to insist that they take action. If they're going to take action against people parading in the Capitol, I know it's FBI versus DEA, but I'm just telling you, if they're going to take action, these people are in jail right now. Absolute one of the biggest justice, justice system, judicial, judicial system atrocities in the history of the United States is that you have people guilty of only misdemeanors parading in the Capitol or trespassing, languishing in prison now since last February, not February of 2022, February of 2021 for misdemeanors. Again, cop 25 years. If you were if you were stopped for unlawful parading or trespassing in the Capitol, that's a notice to appear. Here's your court date. Show up, pay your $250 fine, and call it a day. These people have been languishing in prison for the last 18, 19 months. If they're gonna if they're gonna do that, then a, then a girl who's pretending like she's a boy, who is actually illegally distributing narcotics illegal medications to other other kids del- contributing to a delinquency of a minor not selling but distributing drugs which is also illegal she needs to pay the price per pill uh, let's move speaking of perversion look at this 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 uh video that i actually found from lives of tiktok some of you have already seen it already this is a pride event in pennsylvania play it for me There you go. That's that's that. I, I don't even know what to say. It kind of takes my, takes my breath away, takes the words out of my mouth. But if I was the parent of a son who is dressed in rainbow colors, I got a friend sitting in the room right now. His rainbow colors all over his shoes. If I had if I had a son who was dressed in a rainbow bandana, a rainbow headband, and a rainbow skirt, learning pole dancing from a nearly naked man. I might be suicidal. I'm just putting that out there for everybody. All right, let's move on to the IRS. Stephen Moore tweet. Now, you need to remember something. This is all part of the globalist leftist agenda of control. They will control you through manipulation. Let me throw this out to you first just so I kind of lay the foundation for this. People will rarely, if ever, so we'll just say never. People will never choose autocracy. So what has to happen is you have to be presented with a crisis that will make you run to autocracy. That's the plan. People won't choose control, but they will, they will, they will go ahead and decide to accept it if they're presented with a proper crisis. In other words, they create the problem and offer you their solution. And that's what this is all about. Let's delve deep into the IRS. Stephen Moore tweet, 80 billion in new funding for the IRS means, and I know a lot of you have seen this already, but I just had to go over it. 87,000 new agents. We have like 14, 14 to 20 billionaires in the country. So you think that 87,000 new agents is going to the billionaires. And again, you could confiscate every billionaire's total and complete assets, all that they have, all of their wealth. You could, you could confiscate the entirety of all the wealth of every billionaire in this country, and it adds up to $4 trillion, maybe $5 trillion. And, and, and here's the thing. We are 30, almost $31 trillion in debt. So this has nothing to do 
A, with collecting taxes, B, with billionaires, because you certainly wouldn't need 87,000 agents to control 14 billionaires in the United States. 1.2 million new audits, 800,000 new tax liens, half of the audits will hit the middle class. Joe Biden said that he would not increase taxes on anybody making less than $400,000 a year. Every, every really, you know, you know, I'm trying, trying to think of the, 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 the right word, acceptable or it just the organizations that assess the bills that come out, the tax bills that come out, the organizations that assess them are all saying that everybody over 30,000, making over $30,000 in the United States will see an increase in taxes with this. So this is what this is all about. This is about controlling the middle class. You need to understand something. If you are in the middle class, you are the target. You are the carbon they want to eliminate. You are the ones they want to control. Lauren Boebert tweet, the Internal Revenue Service bought nearly 700,000 rounds of ammunition earlier this year. The IRS, the IRS bought 700,000 rounds of ammunition just this year, just this year, way more than that over the last 20 years. Earlier this year, which begs the question, why do their agents need guns to do their job and who are, and who are the IRS arming their agents against? 700,000 rounds of ammunition that they actually have. Go to the next one for me, Will. David Asman tweet, 78 to 90% of the money raised from supersizing the IRS would come from those making less than $200,000 a year. Only four to 9% would come from those making more than 500,000. This is a huge middle-class tax, tax increase. 78 to 90% of the money raised from, from underreported income would likely come from those making $200,000 a year. Only four to, uh, four to 9% would come from those making more than $500,000 a year. This is all about controlling you. So you got to look at it this way. You have them manipulating you into accepting control, and then you have outright control. Outright, these are the examples of outright control. They can simply claim, you know, that you know, when they audit you that you are, you know, that you didn't do this or you didn't do that. I'm, I'm a complete illiterate when it comes to these things. My wife does all of it. But they could claim this and they could claim that and shut your bank account down. We all know that the Biden administration initiated right when they first came in the tracking of all transactions of $600 or more. That's still going on. That's done by the IRS. That's done by the federal government. It's, it's, it, for what reason? Nobody can justify. Nobody can name one justifiable reason for doing that. It all has to do with controlling. It's moving us into, like the Ukraine, like I've said a couple times on a couple different podcasts, the Ukraine right now leads to the world in, digi- in basically digiti- in a digitized society. Now, you can't say they lead the world in, in digital technology. They lead the world in the implement- implementation of digital technology. There is no cash in the Ukraine. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without a QR-coded mark of the beast on your phone. There is no cash. There is no falling back on gold. There is no falling back on silver. It doesn't exist. This is the point of all of this. So they can control you. Why on earth, why, why do we have you know, a 40% increase in violent crime. Let's just focus on gun crime. Why? It's actually to take your guns. How does that make sense? Very simply, you put in 75, of which one of them 
75 state or district attorneys, depending on what state, it depends on what name they called themselves. 75 Soros, Soros state attorneys or district attorneys in place. And what they do is don't arrest and don't prosecute gun crimes or violent crimes. So violent crime, namely gun crime, goes through the roof. So they've created the problem. And what is their solution? They come and confiscate lawful gun owners' guns. They cause the problem and offer the solution. So what, what they're saying right now is that we don't have enough revenue. Well, that's all them. First of all, we're bringing in more revenue this year It's a, because all these businesses are actually coming back to some degree, coming back to life. We're actually getting more tax revenue this year than all other years. Uh, not all, than all, I was going to say all years put together. That's wrong. But then the previous year and the year before that. And I believe all other years we're bringing in more on a, we're, we're on a pace to bring in more tax dollars this year than 2021, 2020, 19, or any other previous year. So why on earth would they need to do this to control you? So they have the ability to tell you what you can and cannot do. All right. Post-millennial video, Florida Congressman Matt Gates joined Cuck and Tucker Carlson to discuss the bill. He introduced that would stop the IRS from acquiring more. Think about how ridiculous this is. He's having to introduce a bill to stop the IRS from acquiring ammunition. Why does the Internal Revenue Service need ammunition? Play it for me, Will. That's exactly what the US government is doing. In 2018, the Government Accountability Office reported that more than 2,000 IRS enforcement agents have more than 4,000 weapons, guns, that kill people, remember? The IRS is also stockpiling more than 5 million rounds of ammunition. In 2020, the watchdog organization OpenTheBooks.com reported the IRS has spent more than $20 million on guns and ammo between 2006 and 2019. A few lawmakers are trying to stop this. Florida Congressman Matt Gates is one of them. He just introduced the Disarm the IRS Act. It's sponsored by Marjorie Taylor, Paul Gosar, and Jeff Duncan. Matt Gates joins us tonight. Congressman, thanks so much for coming on and for doing this. Why would the IRS need millions of dollars worth of guns and ammo? Well, Joe Biden is raising taxes, disarming Americans. So, of course, they are arming up the IRS like they're preparing to take Fallujah. Like you mentioned, five million rounds of ammunition, 4,500 firearms, automatic weapons, and $731,000 of taxpayer money spent this year to quite literally weaponize your government against you. So it's not really that Joe Biden and the Democrats hate guns. They just hate law-abiding Americans having them, and they take the money from the people to go and have their own little private arsenals. And it's particularly egregious from a country that militarizes its bureaucracies and then forces its grandmothers to go and fend for themselves on dangerous streets because they defund the police and have cashless bail and other hug-a-thug woke criminal justice policies. That's That's why I'm introducing legislation to stop it. Well, God bless you. I mean, Cori Bush has bodyguards with extended magazines. They're not against guns. They're against you having guns. So how could anybody, rhetorical question here, in the U.S. Congress oppose your bill? On what grounds? Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping we get a vote on it because it will show the hypocrisy that is around gun ownership in America. And you just look at the last assault weapons ban that they passed off the floor of the Congress. They had special exemptions for the Department of Education and the Department of Agriculture and the IRS to have guns. So I don't know if the future is like critical race theory and tax payments at the end of end of a rifle, but I certainly hope not. So the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Education. There, now there are two hot button areas right you have 500,000 acres 
of American farmland being bought up by the CCP and Bill Gates. And you have the Department of Agriculture arming themselves. You have parents being investigated by the FBI, being called domestic terrorists for speaking at school board meetings in an open forum. So against CRT and the sexualization and grooming of their children. And then you have the Department of Education being armed with automatic weapons you're not allowed to have. And then you have Joe Biden, who's increasing taxes on all Americans making over $30,000 a year. And he's disarming you and arming the IRS. They don't hate guns. They only hate your guns. They don't hate, listen, they don't hate CO2. They only hate your CO2. Switching back to Vax, this is this is one of the most disturbing videos that I've ever seen. This is where they are in China right now, and you want, need to understand, this is where they want us to be in a very short period of time. Play for me, Will. This is part of my daily routine in Beijing. All right, getting my temperature check. Mandatory testing for the city's 20 million plus residents. I've got to show them my passport and they have to type it in every single time. Beijing halted almost all public activity for weeks over just a few dozen daily COVID cases. Non-essential stores have been shut down, including schools and gyms, and all in-restaurant dining is banned indefinitely. The capital recently reopened some venues like malls and parks with limited capacity, and visitors have to show proof of a recent COVID test. But still, the biggest crowds often appear to be parades of COVID workers, spraying disinfectant all over the streets. So it's green, I'm good to go in. I need this green code to enter any area in Beijing. If it turns red, then I could be stuck at home or sent to quarantine. Through these smartphone apps, authorities can carefully track the movements of virtually all of China's 1.4 billion people. Grocery shelves here fully stocked. Beijing officials clearly trying to show people that no matter how long this partial lockdown lasts for, people are going to be fed. Not like in Shanghai, where people struggled to get enough food when they were locked down. This is a building where a positive COVID case has been found. You can see the workers in hazmat suits, the blue barrier around the building. This is to keep the people who live there locked inside, but it also serves as a warning to other residents. There's a fear that if you spend too much time by a lockdown building, your QR code could turn red. Just one positive COVID case can get an entire building bus to government quarantine. This is just one of the many high-risk areas in Beijing. Residents avoid even transiting through the red dots on the map. So many subject matters in that video. I'll delve into just one or two. What's very interesting, again, though, is they have a they lock down an entire building. They have it all you know taped off and cordoned off and. They have their COVID troops marching through the streets, spraying fog, all for what? Always, always, always remember, this is a 99.9% survival virus. For anybody 50 years of age or younger, it's 99.98 survival, better than the flu. For those 20 years of age or younger, the flu is seven to 20 times more deadly than COVID-19. So this is all about this very simple phrase that I've been putting out over the last couple months. It's, it, it is, it really all comes down to this. You will either abide in lies or you will stand in the consequences of the truth. 
You will abide in lies because you are afraid of the consequences of the truth. That's why people put masks on, knowing that it didn't work. That's why they get vaccinated, knowing it doesn't work because they're afraid they're going to lose their job. That's why they lock down, knowing that it doesn't work. It's all, this is, this is the common spirit. You will deny what your eyes see. You will deny what your ears hear. You will deny what your eyes read, the data and the reports and the studies that you read with your eyes. You will deny it. You will call something deadly that is not. You will call something 99. You will act like, even though you know better, that a virus is 99.9% non-survivable when it's 99.9% survival. It's no different in China. Ain't nobody dying of COVID there. A few fat people and a few old people, just like in the United States, and that's it. And I'm not trying to be cold. I'm just telling you what is true. This will, and, and you look at, if you get near that building, look at, how do you not see? If you're a Christian watching this right now on the Christian television network, and you're vaccinated, and you're locked down, and you believe that you did that out of compassion and love, how do you not look at it right now and look at a video like that and not see that you were fooled? That somebody came to you and presented a fraud to you and you bought into it. How do you not? I mean, look at this. 99.9% survival virus. For, this, is, this, is, this is the response when you have one person in a building who's got an Omicron variant. That's a sniffle. That's a sore throat. That's a cough. And you cordon off it. And if you come near that building, your phone could come off. Which would, Your phone, can, it sends out some sort of red signal, turns red because of contact tracing and then the government comes and forces you into forced isolation but hey what does nancy pelosi have to say about china though play formula when i was a little girl i was told at the beach if i dug a hole deep enough we would reach china so we've always felt a connection there everybody listen they are all in this together every last one of them are in this together understand this right now china is absolutely hand in hand with the World Economic Forum for now. Xi Jinping loves Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab loves Xi Jinping. This is what they want for all of us. This would be implemented right now if it wasn't for people who stood in the United States. Look at what has happened with Canada. And just speaking of that, you know, let, let's look at the hypocrisy. Here's Justin Trudeau. You can just side by side this, guys, if you can. This is a Dr. Eli David video. This is Justin Trudeau. Now, let's go over who this man is. He's a, he's a COVID tyrant. For, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in all of Canada. Can't enter Canada. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in Canada without your QR-coded mark of the beast, without your vaccine passport, or you go into 14 days of forced isolation. He is obviously a climate tyrant. He's trying to confiscate now through forcing organic fertilizers not allowing not allowing his farmers to use fertilizer that actually works again I've said this a few times this is what caused uh sri lanka to be overrun was because the only problem this is happening in ghana right now too the only problem all of those that have a high esg score the only problem with the fertilizer that they want you to use is happening right now in the netherlands where they're trying to force confiscate 40 percent of the world's number two agricultural producer, uh, the, the farmland there. So the only problem with the organic fertilizer that they're trying to push on everybody is that it just doesn't grow food. That's the only problem with it. It works great otherwise. It looks great on the ground. It's black, maybe smells like, like you know, cow, cow poop, but it doesn't grow food. So you have the COVID tyrant 
right here, Justin Trudeau, forced all of his people into masks. And by the way, there's also a very specific mask law in Canada that you have to be masked on every plane. So here he is on a plane. So that's one thing, unmasked, violating his own dictates, flying into Costa Rica for his own personal family vacay. So then now also he's in a private jet. So the very dictates, the very mandates, his very agenda, his very ideology that he is pushing on everybody else, that you will curb your CO2 emissions. He's flying around in a, in a private jet. You will wear a mask. He's not wearing a mask. He tested COVID positive not a month ago. Allowed himself into his own country without going into forced isolation, which is the law in this country that you are not allowed in Canada if you are COVID positive. He allowed himself into Canada. He flew home maskless, which violated the law then allowed himself into his own country and then didn't go into quarantine for 14 days. And now he's flying down to Costa Rica on his own personal family vacation, violating all of his alleged beliefs because none of them are true beliefs. He doesn't care about CO2 emissions. He cares about controlling you. He doesn't care about the spread of COVID or saving your life. He cares about controlling you. Here's an interesting little video right here. You can side-by-side this one too. This is a Stanley video. And for all of you that love to shove PCR tests up your nostrils, of course, all of them are made in China, your PCR tests, your COVID tests, the ones that the government all mails out to you. Well, here's how they're made, just so you know. Nice, nice sterile environment that this is. wonder how many times that lady sneezed into that pile. You know, nice sterile environment for you to shove all of these things up your nose. Just so you know, this is the real world, not the sterilized world, not, not all these health experts telling you that they're trying to save your life. This is the real world. You're seeing the hypocrisy. You're seeing the behind the scenes footage. It is a dirty, dirty, nasty, evil agenda where nobody actually cares about you. To the FBI real quick, you've got to see this. The FBI, of course, right now is getting a lot of heat on them. They're not really because it's the Biden administration. Christopher Wray will easily survive. But obviously, the FBI is nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party. Here's a quick video. You got it pretty much sums up the entire situation. Play it for me, Will. Court records raise new questions about an undercover agent. Good evening. I'm Clarice Tinsley. First on Fox News at 530. The undercover FBI agent spent months infiltrating ISIS sympathizers who wanted to wage terror. His mission brought him to the Curtis Culwell Center in Garland on May 3rd, 2015. It was the night two gunmen and tried to shoot their way into a controversial Muslim cartoon contest. Now, the attackers were killed, but not because of the undercover agent. And that's raised many questions. Fox War's Sean Rabb has the story. Suspicion surrounds the undercover FBI agent who did not engage Elmer Simpson and Nadir Sufi as they opened fire. So it's pretty clear that from day one, the, the intent was to encourage some kind of action uh, at the Garland Event Center. Houston attorney Trenton Roberts represents Garland ISD security officer Bruce Joyner wounded in the shootout. Days before the attack, the undercover FBI agent was communicating with gunman Elmer Simpson, telling him to tear up Texas. It does look like his intent was to document a terrorist attack in order to advance himself within the terrorist organization of ISIS. Seconds before the shooting, the same undercover agent took pictures of the south entrance to the Colwell Center where the shootout went down. These are black and white reproductions from the court record. In FBI documents, the unidentified agent says he saw the shooters get out of their car right in front of him. The driver holding an assault rifle and raising it up 
and he heard many shots fired. The agent quickly drove away. The FBI agent sees the terrorist get out of the car and drives away. What, what is really happening in this country? Aaron, give me a countdown so I got the time over there. What's really happening with the FBI is they are nothing more than instigating people to commit crimes and then arresting people for committing the crimes that they instigated them to commit. Resist, stand strong, don't buy into the agenda. It's all about controlling you. Like and share, like and share. Love you all. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free, but that's not the end of it. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom in victory in Jesus' mighty name. understand as women we are the spirit of the home he's the muscle but we have the spirit there's a, a guy living alone in a home his house looks totally different than somebody it smells different it smells it's different. dark it's gloomy there's no furniture there's, there's no light no pots and pans no cups dudes are gross dudes are nasty but then the woman but comes then in. the woman comes and in with a touch just heart. like the holy ghost is in the details room that's why when god spoke something the holy spirit made it happen because right. he's in the details he's in the framework of everything so no matter what's going on in your life you can find something to be blessed about those places maybe in your life where you're at the bottom of the barrel maybe you felt like you were underneath the barrel and the barrel was on top of you you can always find something to be grumpy about or you can find something to rejoice about and it's better to focus on the things that you can rejoice about and that you can be blessed about and thank god for I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible. 